Welcome to the tea show. Oh, thank you. I am your host, T, and tonight we're going to dive into the Two at Tea series where we talk about people who triumphed against all the odds. Can you guess who this is, Two at Tea? He was born in Beirut, Lebanon to a British mother and a Chinese Hawaiian father in 1964. His mom worked in entertainment as a performer and later costume designer. At the age of three, his father abandoned the family. In a 2002 interview, he said, I spent my last vacation with him when I was 13 years old. On our last day, we sat on the veranda and stared at the dark sky. He hardly said anything that evening. The next day, he brought us to the airport. Then we didn't hear anything from him for 10 years. No calls, no letters, nothing. Upon his parents' split, he moved with his mother and sister to New York and then Toronto. He developed a passion for hockey, though he would eventually turn to acting. He attended four different high schools in the space of five years and left school without a diploma, but he made his big screen debut in the 1985 Canadian feature, One Step Away. A year later, he was featured in the U.S.-oriented teen movies such as Young Blood, starring Rob Lowe and Patrick Swayze, and River's Edge. In 1988, he joined the ensemble cast of the scandalous period drama Dangerous Liaisons, starring Glenn Close and John Malkovich. The following year marked the release of a film for which the young actor would become associated with for quite some time, Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure. He then starred in My Own Private Idaho with River Phoenix, which chronicled the lives of two young sex workers living on the streets. Next came Coppola's adaptation of Bram Stoker's Dracula, co-starring Gary Oldman, Winona Ryder, and Anthony Hopkins. A year later, his best friend River died of a drug overdose outside a Los Angeles nightclub on Halloween night. In 1993, he was just 23 years old. He has said of his deceased friend, he was a remarkable human person and actor. We got along very well and I miss him. I think of him often. In 1994, the actor starred opposite Sandra Bullock in the hit action flick, Speed. Four years later, he met his one true love at a party. The following year in 1999, he starred in a sci-fi film that would become a game changer, The Matrix. Around this time, the love of his life was pregnant with their daughter, but the child was stillborn at eight months. It was a girl they had named Ava. The grief proved too much for the relationship, which ended several weeks later. Eighteen months later, the mother of his unborn child was killed in a car accident. Shortly after 6 a.m. on April 2nd, his former love, who worked in the recording industry, lost control of her 1999 Jeep Cherokee on L.A.'s Cahuenga Boulevard sideswiped three parked cars and rolled over several times. She was thrown from the car. Authorities believe she died instantly. In her car, police found prescribed antidepressants and two rolled up dollar bills with a white powdery substance inside. He found it extremely difficult to cope with her death. In 2006, he told Parade Magazine, grief changes shape, but it never ends. His sister had had leukemia since 1991, but was fortunately in remission as of 1999. In a Ladies Home Journal article published in 2009, he said he had started a private charitable foundation helping a couple of children's hospitals and cancer research, which he didn't care to attach his name to. We'll be right back after this short break.
now back to our story. Even though a megastar, he doesn't own a big house like other stars, and he doesn't wear fancy clothes. He's worth over $350 million and still occasionally rides the subway. The pain of his losses has changed how he thinks about money. He's well-known in Hollywood for being among the more charitable actors. After the successes of The Matrix and its sequels, he gave $80 million of his $114 million earnings to the special effects and makeup staff of the films. He also took pay cuts on films, The Replacements, and The Devil's Advocates, so stars like Gene Hackman and Al Pacino would agree to be in the film while keeping casting within the designated budget. Redditor Call has said about him, a family friend builds movie sets, doesn't design, is one of the poor dudes that just builds. Anyway, he worked on the set for The Matrix and he had heard about family trouble he was having and gave him a $20,000 Christmas bonus to help him out. He was also one of the only people on the set that genuinely wanted to know people's names, would say hello and mean it, and would talk to people as if they were his peers and not below him just because they were practically making nothing to build a set. I've never heard anyone say he is a douche. Seems like the nicest person in Hollywood from a secondhand experience. Can you guess who this is to a T? This is superstar Keanu Reeves. Thanks for listening. I am T signing off until next weekend. In the meantime, always remember you are a shining star, so always go after your dreams. <laughs>